0: it off hey everyone welcome back to Stormwatch homebrew I'm your DM Joe Ross in this episode we continue with the second half of the adventure so far chronicling the encounter at the well lost in the radicombs the mystery of the missing cheese. The harrowing journey to Dagger Point Beach, and so much more. Brandon S. Boker and I, sitting on a leather couch, enjoying a sunny day, bring you up to speed on where we are and how we got there. This is Stormwatch Homebrew, Episode 6, The Adventure So Far, Part G. Yeah, we're recording again. Yeah. Uh.
1: So, where were we? What what happened? So you
0: uh, posted a Belasco estate sign in uh, the recently. Di- I think we just and, and, kept
1: Dane's house as our. You did, our and you
0: bar- and you buried, buried. We them. did. Yeah. We gave them
1: a proper burial. We up. didn't tell the town folks because we figured that they would, because we were strangers. Yeah, that they'd be they suspicious. Would be yes. suspicious.
0: So at this point, are you thinking my friend Joe is something's wrong with him, or was that?
1: No, I mean, I don't think any of us make any assumptions about. I mean, other than as opposed to what I said earlier. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I think we just.
0: Like, it was kind of dark.
1: Yeah, it's dark. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a dark fantasy. It's it's uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Right. This is sort of. It's okay because it's, it's right. Yeah, I guess
0: just making it up as you go. I mean, it's right, fine. right that was um, a very good
1: justification but you know what I mean
0: yeah and
1: and it's low fantasy yeah so it's not at this point at least it's not dragons and and uh I don't know owl bears and whatever it's dungeon crawling and sw- sw- swamp like trudging through swamps and and sure murdering children that's it's
0: pretty dark. Yeah, <laughs> but it is. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah and, I mean, and, and, and at some point, this is where I, I wrote down some notes. There, I guess Graydon at some point used some lavender to uh, freshen his dog smell up, so he he smells like lavender. And I did. You were right. You are right. I, the I did. I guess you guys went into at, at Dane's house. You also found some plans for uh, a new scooter and took eh. the, took those to Skeeter, and Skeeter gotcha. and made made some scooters. For you guys, which are kind of, I don't know, how would you describe them? like they're like long boards with a yeah, they're,
1: they're basically with a handle
0: at the top, okay. right? Like yeah, yeah no, so that's like, right. so like you can kind of hold on to it. like so it's got kind of like a bicycle handle at the top, but and
1: and for the next three encounters, that's what
0: everyone rides around <laughs> these well, at least scooters. Uh, at
1: least Zoran and Olga ride around yeah. on their scooter yeah. all the time. I just yeah. ding in and out of of uh,
0: yeah, Shing Yeah, you guys oh, go, in, go into in town and, and
1: of, uh, town town um, businesses. Yeah. And Businesses in
0: town. <laughs> you, uh, as you, uh, I think, you, yeah. So you guys go, when you go back into town, um, you go back into Rosie's for a minute, and you look at the uh, signboard again for a second, and you see like there's nothing really too exciting on there now. There's like a missing dog, and then you see a sign that says, "There's a
1: missing dog. Uh, did we find a missing dog." No,
0: he never did look for it. I don't remember that. Yeah. We, there was and a hip the... young uh, sitar players wanted wanted. <laughs> um,
1: there was I don't remember that one either. There was the um I think something's wrong with the well. Yeah. And then there was the the cheese has gone missing. The, chee- the yeah, rosie's the da- the cheese shipments cheese weren't getting shipments. to her. Um Those are the two that I remember. That's yeah. it, right? Yeah. And then uh Which are the next two encounters, lovely right. enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh at this time that's when um you kinda of find out that uh what's it oh gosh, I've forgotten his name. Um that rowdy Roddy, you can go in and find out. Roddy is also kind of a—he's secretly like an arms dealer. Yeah. And Graydon Order is a pure by arms. Yeah. By
1: arms, you mean like small daggers. Yes. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. Not right. Not. Like he's hey, not
1: like. Uh, it's not. No percent. missiles.
0: Yeah. Um. So he orders a pure silver dagger from Snarlsbad, and uh, a neighboring town. A neighboring town, and, and Reggie is going to. Uh, Reggie the blacksmith was going to create this for him, and it should be in in about a week. So he buys that. And um, the whole time that he's negotiating this price, you're kind of hanging out with him and uh, Olga and, and Zoran are just riding around on their new scooter. Just that's right, riding around all over town.
1: Like I pictured, like we're in inside, and they just keep going by the window, like like down the sidewalk. Yeah. If there was a sidewalk, it's probably wooden sidewalks. That's what I picture in this town: mud streets and wooden sidewalks. But yeah, like it's just going past the door.
0: Yeah, and. Way, then, too,
1: way too fast without helmets,
0: <laughs> and then you guys decide to go check out why the, you find out that the well water—that's right—is not uh, not usable, and it hasn't been don't usable. Drink the water. There seems to have been. You some should not drink the water. Blood in the water, and therefore you should, you should not, drink, not drink, it. drink it. Um, so uh, the message on the message board says reward. There's a devil by the well. Looks like it had been posted for several years. Uh, there's some evil presence guarding the well in the small settlement just to the northwest of Asland. This well was extraordinarily useful during the scorching summer months. The town merchants have had to tax beverages heavily since uh, over the last several years and have raised uh, 600 gold coins if the well can be used again. Um... So, you guys kind of talked to the townspeople so we about to the, this. Yeah. And you head to this well.
1: We head to the opposite end of town. Yeah. To another residence. This, to me, is similar to Dane's place, but smaller. Yeah. It's more like a two or three room little cottage. Yeah, it's a
0: little cottage.
1: It has a little well, mm-hmm. maybe 100 yards from the maybe not even that far 50 yards yeah. from the uh, from the house yeah and i don't remember exactly if you know what the timing was but there is a specter near the well i don't remember if we did something to trigger this to happen but it's takes the form of a um, ghostly woman
0: yeah yeah
1: clad in rags yeah K- it looks like a
0: a tattered wedding dress she almost she floats
1: around the well yeah and you can't you touch come her. Near it. Yeah. You can't you, touch her. Yeah. You can't get near the well cuz she screams. Yeah.
0: And she's terrifying. Yeah, she's terrifying. Um and uh, and on the way there in through the forest you found <laughs> this little
1: Are you talking about the the uh, archway with the
0: Yeah, there was a you had, you had made this awesome little terrain piece. Yeah, a little terrain piece that had it had like a
1: It's like a little stone platform with yeah. steps and then an archway on top of it. Yeah. And then a reaper bones Pillar of evil.
0: Yeah. So it looked like this little stone idol to me. That's mm-hmm. what I, like, when I saw it, that's what I thought of. And there was, like, these little knolls kind of worshiping it. Yeah. And, and, a, and a little... we,
1: we pass them,
0: and you're like,
1: we see this, yeah. you explain it to us, and we're all like, yeah, let's just go. No, it we don't want to do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we want completely. We don't care about that. I'm
1: sure that was a big part of your campaign or your encounter. But yeah, I just we, thought it'd be fun. Yeah, I was like,
0: it. for sure they're gonna fight these things, right? No, we, no, we you didn't. No, just, no, just, just keep Are they bothering us? No. Yeah, no. Okay, okay. Well, let's okay. just go. Yeah. You, so you stealthed up on them. So onto the well. Yeah. Then okay. you went to the well, and uh, you go inside the house, and um, you find skeleton. Yeah, found the skeleton and a trunk and a desk and a bed, and you find like blood on the floor. And, Old blood. Yeah, yeah. The skeleton back by the window. Um, there was like a large, uh, ornate dagger embedded into its rib cage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and animals as, animals as had you, like you yeah, do. yeah, animals had picked the bones clean over time. Um, and
1: uh, was there any jewelry? Uh,
0: there wasn't. There was a journal, um, and you, you guys in, ended up inspecting the last few pages, and we won't read all those to you. Now, but um, you find <laughs> you find uh, a little trunk in the corner of the room, and uh, inside of that were some blankets and a book uh, called "To Slay a Thrush," and uh, yet another piece of the medallion and some rope. And you find the journal. And reading the journal, you kind. Of, do you remember that? Do you remember? what Vaguely. was kind of. What Don't was, recall what it said. It was, this, so you you read like oh, this was like a a, a a freshly married couple. I would mm-hmm. say like newlyweds, but they this was they decided to kind of just start on their own near this beautiful well, and they would have water, and they just were starting their young lives. But uh, there was this guy that had moved into town named Marak, and uh, him he and was the their landlord. wasn't Yeah, it? he kind of yeah he, he was, and they moved out, using them for rent. Yeah, he was he was uh, taxing them too heavily, and anyways the. He said that he apologized. That's the,
1: right, because at some point we talked to the townspeople and they're like, yeah, he he, uh, he raises all our rents uh, exponentially and there's nothing we can do because we fear him.
0: Right, And um, you kind of see that at some point there was a, a, a scuffle. He, he, he just says he's going to come and have dinner with them to make up for um, his past transgressions, but I guess you would assume it. That something, something went awry. Something went awry. Yes. Yeah, because of the dagger uh, in the body. And then um, and then you also... Uh, Zoran pulls out the book, uh, The Atome of, of Spectral Beings, and figures out that uh, the, the being out in front of the well is in fact a noon wraith. Which I'm not really sure if that came... I, I'll have to research that. I, I pulled it directly from a Witcher campaign that I loved. It was just one of the little... Side quest that I thought was just cool. That's right.
1: I remember that one.
0: Yeah. It was just a really, of all the ones, like it was, it was super vivid sort of to like me.
1: All sawgrass and like, uh, like, uh, sort of like a warm late summer. Yeah. Yeah. And they would yeah. just like whip around
0: you. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. So you find out that like a noon wraith is attached to something that was, um, of value to them or something that they held really dearly. Like in, jewelry. Like jewelry. Yeah. And in the journal you had read that, um, that uh, the lady, I can't remember her name even, um, but she had uh, really just valued this this uh, bracelet that her husband had given her. And uh, you, as you go when you go back outside, you guys found out that the the being wasn't out there, and you found a rope that was taut. And uh, at the bottom of the rope in the well, uh, there was in fact a skeleton, and you pulled up this skeleton that was still. Uh, strangely like all the parts were still kind of clinging to it. Um, and it was still it was um, missing an arm that had fallen off see? like had fallen off recently. Um, and I had this whole <laughs> mage <laughs> hand. We mage hand. I had a whole side quest about how you would go, <laughs> go down the on well. this cave to get down into the well and all this stuff. And yeah. they're like, going to take a mage, a mage hand. hand and just reach down there yeah.
1: and pull the thing up.
0: No no clue that you would do that. <laughs> no clue mage hand Yeah. So, uh, strikes again mage hand
1: so we we got the uh, the hand that had the bracelet right we put the two skeletons together and I think we had to burn them yes because that gets rid of the noon wraith
0: yeah it makes the noon wraith and a, 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 then we
1: put up a belasco state sign yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> you burn it you fight the noon wraith because it, it appears right uh, as you're burning the skeleton and this in this bracelet and you guys fight it and win
1: and then we go back to town
0: and then you run back to Asland yet again. <laughs> um, some and then
1: of you, we talked, go ahead.
0: Some of you on scooters, some, of some us by scooters, foot, some. And again, you walk by the. Uh, that's right. the gnolls, yeah. worshiping, right which yeah, they, and they're, and they're kind of like, like nope, yeah, that's right. They're chanting at yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and and just completely bypass them again because
1: you figure like Nolles, they'll be easy to kill. There's yeah. probably like ten thousand of those things. They'll yeah. just start pouring out of the sides, like pouring out of the mountains.
0: Yeah, and those keep
1: (laughs) keep on walking. Yes, keep walking. Well, you you know,
0: it was funny because I those were so I had two two whole things that I'd written out this a lot for. I'd spent Mm -hmm. like an hour writing these things. Just just bypassed them. Yeah, yeah, just skip the (laughs) skip the the caves to get to the well, and then you uh, you skip the the idol worshiping knolls, and then lastly, uh, the third sign on the board was what?
1: That was the cheese shipments. Yes,
0: yes. So Rosie had not been getting her cheese shipments, right?
1: Right. So we, and that was like twice a week, or once a week, or every two weeks. However often the cheese was sh- shipped v- via wagon. Yeah. So we found the wa- we found the guy. We we followed the route to which he would deliver the from which he would deliver the cheese. We found him. He was asleep at the wheel, quite yeah. literally. Yeah. And he said, oh, I'm sorry, I fall asleep sometimes, you know, so we chastised him. Um, I can't remember if, yeah, so we, we around the back, we opened, the, like, the the doors were open, and sure enough, the cheese was gone. Yeah. So we followed the trail. I can't remember if this was, this was probably the uh, the Lupin, probably. he's He has the best nose of everyone, <laughs> yeah. but so yeah. we followed the cheese trail. And we found a hole in the ground, right?
0: Well, uh, no. This is where uh, he, he starts sniffing around, but doesn't smell anything. Um, oh no, yeah, you did. Like you, he kind of, you guys kind of follow the the hairs, like the rat hairs, and he kind of, yeah, you're exactly right. right. I was That's totally right. wrong. Yeah, and then you find um, that there's just a swirl of rats like running right. around, yeah. this hole, and you're and. <laughs> I don't know if you guys were We gross. didn't even
1: know that there was a hole there. There yeah. was just like a giant like swirl of rats. Yeah.
0: And and then uh Zoran
1: decided to play the flute because yeah. we were like, "Hey, you got this flute and last time there were rats." Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he plays the flute and, and like the like the Pied Piper. And I'm
1: sure it was one of those like we were just like completely at a loss and you're like, "You know you did buy something last time you were in town."
0: <laughs> no, I think he, he said he plays a jaunty tune he on does. his flute. Yeah. Always yeah. yeah. And, plays a jaunty tune. And uh
1: <laughs> Or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And the the rats kind of form into a line like the Pied Piper and he marches off with them and the hole opens up. Like you kinda of see like this hole that leads underground uh that the rats were kind of protecting and you guys head underground into The Ratacombs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so much better. <laughs> Why didn't we call it that? From hence, henceforth, it's the called Raticombs. the Raticombs. <laughs> I just wrote down Skaven Lair, you know, because Skaven Lair this, no, this whole no, time. Raticombs. You know, that was the first. It was funny because this was the first quest I'd written for you guys because just because of those Warhammer pieces. <laughs> like I got all these Warhammer pieces, and I have these giant rats.
1: Yeah, the, and then you forgot to bring them.
0: Yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah. You, so you did
1: the whole. Th- you have like two hundred and fifty ratmen at home, yeah, and forgot. And you forgot, forgot them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah but that was later on. That was when. Yeah, that's when you're yeah, you're on your. Never mind. Well, anyway, yeah. yeah.
1: So. So we get down there, and and long all, story short, yeah. and, and there's like a like sort of a sort of an Indiana Jones warehouse,
0: yeah, right of of, of cheese, cheese and whatnot. And, and there's like an
1: upper level and a lower level, Ark and a Covenants in a crate somewhere. Yeah, there's just like cheese everywhere. Yeah, um, and you find it. Uh, they're you, they're like um, the. There are rats on wheels that are powering the, the, the yeah. this whole little underground ratacombs. And then we get to a sort of throne room, right? It's a, it's, yeah, yeah. So the the, throne room you got these little rats. But rat, it's empty. Yeah.
0: And you kind of go through like a rat maze through the ratacombs, which is fun. Right. And, um, you know, figuring out this little puzzle on how to open up a, a door to this right. room. And Zoran... Because uh, there are four of us now, so yeah. we, can
1: ha- we can be on different corners. Yeah,
0: he uses disguised self... Right. And pretends to be a, another uh, rat. rat Man, <laughs> and goes in just to check on things, <laughs> and, right. and ends up talking to uh, this Rat who called himself King, right? But he wasn't he the, wasn't king. the rat king, yeah. And uh, but he was pretty strong, and you guys end up having to fight him, even though like Zoran did a great job of pretending uh, and yeah, we convincing eventually them. Had to, yeah, because
1: like he went he went behind this curtain behind the throne in the throne room to talk to the king. Yeah. Then he comes back, and everything's cool, and then the king just happens to come back in the room or something. I can't remember exactly. But yeah. So yeah. basically we were busted. Yeah, his so name was Kingsley,
0: actually. <laughs> Kingsley Kingsley the rat, which I just love Life Aquatic, so I thought that was a good time yeah. to use the Kingsley thing. Anyways, um, so you fight him, and then you go back and find this imprisoned uh, rat who has Slinter. on... Yeah, has like a purple robe on. And uh, has a cane, but he's blonde. Yeah. And he takes you to his room first to get this to get the key to uh, a room that he wants to show you where his brother's shard is and uh, he goes in, you guys go into the room special shard yeah and um, and you open you guys open the door to his room and there's a little terrarium with four turtles in it yeah and uh, Graydon for some reason decides to try to eat one of them That's right. and then Splinter does some there's, kind of
1: he like puts like two fingers on his neck or yeah, something and uh, knocks him out yeah
0: and then uh, Graydon coughs up the, the turtle and he puts yeah. it back so then you go down, um, and uh, you, the there was like a little medallion, or not a medallion, there was a, a gem that looked like it, gem. Yeah, G-E-M, that fit into Zorin's flute, like a little socket. And you found, Alexandretta found it. I and, don't
1: remember exactly, I remember, like, I don't remember where that was. I remember that, I think what happened was... We went – so in the battle with Kingsley, this is I think, before we met um, – yes. yes. This was before we met
0: – Before we met Splinter. Yeah, that's right. right. We battled yeah. Kingsley yeah.
1: behind the throne room, behind the curtain. Yeah. And he started to get away. So there's, like, this sort of large room with a curtain across the middle, yeah. a throne on this side. Right. On the other side – there's a sort of like tunnel that goes off into the distance, right? And we battled him. We battled him, and he was almost dead, I think. And then he started to run, and I think
0: he I dropped th- a dagger. Well,
1: I think what happened was that Zoran maybe cast Hold Person, or something happened, like he couldn't get away, like yeah. he was going to escape. I think you were just going to let him, yeah, like continue. He was, yeah, but and, he and got fr- he, he, he somehow he, got held. Yeah,
0: he dropped a dagger, and, and when we killed him, he dropped the dagger, and I yeah, had the little, sock, the little, I took gym. the dagger. Yeah
1: and begr- begrudgingly I can't remember exactly why but like then we went to find Splinter and we had to go find Shard and
0: well there were there were 30 Skaven coming through the door right and as they were about the to the only thing we could do was to use
1: to put the gem in the flute and yeah. have him play a jaunty tune yeah and that then then we were kings of the rats yeah and so
0: I forgot Zorian wasn't really with you when you all met Splinter he was just in the room playing some jaunty tunes right so and the rats were kind of dancing around all the
1: rats around. go and pick up the cheese and Return it. Yes. Yes. And we, um, I don't remember if there's anything between here and there, but we decided we would go for a little rafting adventure.
0: Oh yeah, there, yeah, there was. So you guys take that back to uh, Aslan and 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 tell you know, Rosie's so happy that this all this cheese is coming right. in, and you find out that Eddard Van Issel Hel- uh, Lansing is interested in the well property, which had also. Become a part of the Velasco estates.
1: Eddard, also, in my mind, the sort of middleman for evildoers, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you go back up to that property, the well property, and you find, uh, a bunch of kobolds trying to break into the property. Like they're trying to find a, like they're going to make that their place. So you see them kind of, like, pecking at the windows and the doors, uh, trying to get in. And, uh, Eddard is on top of the roof, scared right. to death. And you guys fight the kobolds. Oh,
1: that's right. So we fight them. Yeah. Then we decide to spend the night in the house.
0: Yeah. And, and you're telling stories, right?
1: Telling stories. And I'm outside. And you're like, don't you want to go in and tell some stories? I'm like, okay, sure. So I go inside, and then. Yeah. A puff of purple smoke. JGD reveals himself to be Morak. Yes. The whole time.
0: Yeah. Whole time the circus guy. I forgot guy. to mention
1: how obsessed he was about the. Uh, the throne, the rat throne. Yeah, he loved the rat throne. We took it back throne. to the uh, yeah to the well property, so it's that's where it is now.
0: Yeah, he kind of you guys carried it around. So
1: um, we're all frozen and prone, except for Zoran, who's frozen and prone but conscious. Yeah, well, and you guys all rode, rolled dexterity it.
0: saving throws. He rolled a nat twenty, and you guys get poisoned yeah. by these like purple shards yeah. and um, of the explosion that he he kind of like threw this vial into the fireplace and. It exploded, and um, you guys all became poisoned. And uh, Zor, except for Zoran, who managed to rip off a piece of his cloak.
1: This, after much fuss and worry over, but by Olga and Graden over the Nexius pills that <laughs> right. that JGD had been taking every morning that were yeah. purple, and and. We had decided it had, been, it had already been found out that it was just for heartburn.
0: Yeah, it was. And then
1: <laughs> curveball, pur- puff of purple smoke—you're yeah. all poisoned. Yeah, it's not actually. So, so they're
0: smart. great for heartburn, but also explode. <laughs> also like explosive. A, yeah, and yeah. when thrown into fire. Yeah. Um, which I haven't tried with my Nexium. No, I wouldn't. At home. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try that. They're too expensive. That's true. I mean, I could Just get some generics. Yeah, we could try it and see what happens. Um. So then the next morning, you guys wake up, and Zoran's clutching a piece of uh, Joseph Gordon Diehard's cloak. Uh, Eddard, right. Eddard himself has several of the, the purple shards. Yeah, Eddard doesn't last much longer uh, after this. Yeah, and he, he's got... Uh, the floor. The blood on the floor is kind of starting to dry, so you, you guys weren't really sure how long you'd been out. Like, you'd been knocked out for quite a bit. Um,
1: JGD, that bastard. Yeah. He and, was the big bad.
0: <laughs> So then, you guys go into town. And, and He was and campaigning with us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was been fighting alongside you guys. And so, what what are you thinking? Like, what was his? Why was he doing that? Why, why do you think that? he I was, was
1: genuinely surprised. I don't know yeah. if anyone else was, but I was really I was surprised. Yeah, I did not expect that to happen.
0: Yeah, I I had written him that way because in my mind he. I, I guess I don't want to reveal too much because we're not there yet, but. Right. Um,
1: yeah, because there's definitely more things happening, but
0: he, he was utilizing you guys a little bit, right? To find like because you keep finding these medallion pieces everywhere you go, and he is accompanying you on those journeys. Um, so, anyways, all that being said, you go into town and, and Roddy kind of tells you a story that he used to be yeah. kind of a like BA. yeah, yeah. He used to fight. Uh, he used to be a mercenary, and, yeah, in yeah? the local army, and had, had at one time fought Morak. So um, he
1: says the the only thing. That we need to find a spear,
0: well no, no, he didn't know what he didn't know what, okay, but he knew that that pyre that you'd pass by several times that if you burned something that belonged to whoever you wanted to figure out like you it, it would, it would reveal their weakness right. in the pond behind
1: okay, so yeah, so that's what we do. we go back to where the i don't remember if they were there or not the what were they the little dudes worshiping at the knolls there the were the knolls.
0: Like some knolls yeah
1: I don't remember if we battled them I think we I think we dispatched three or four of them.
0: You, yeah, you, I think you killed three easily. or four of them, like with the, with ease, and the other two ran right. off frightened.
1: And then we, uh, so we burned a bit of the the bit of cloak yeah. from Morak, yeah, and that told us his weakness, which was
0: yeah, it revealed um, it revealed a a, a a crude looking spear. Um, so it was it was a it was a spear that. Uh, had a, a jagged piece of a sword on yeah. the outside of it, and this is kind of where uh, you know James had made up this backstory for Graydon that he he'd been looking for the greatest sword, <laughs> uh, not Sorry. the great sword, the, the greatest, greatest sword. sword.
1: I thought it was JGD that was looking for the greatest sword this whole time, and and possibly, but yeah. So yeah. we we find out that uh, we need to go find the spear. So we go into town and we we ask around, and finally, that's that's when we find out that. Uh, was it Roddy? That yeah. was a, a former Merc, yeah. and uh, he knew a guy, One-eyed Willie, who was a pirate and had a spear. Yeah. And last, he was last seen um, off the coast of the Ragnar Sea, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we headed. Then we had the only way we could figure to get there was to go through the rat tunnels because the river Baudrain uh-huh. uh huh, uh, goes underground under the mountains and comes out into the Ragnar Sea, so that's where we went. We came out on, was it like something something beach? Uh,
0: Dagger Point Beach. <laughs> yeah, Dagger Point Beach. Um, there's a, which there's is, a, which I, is. I think you wrote this really cool, like I have it written down here, but you wrote this really cool um, intro to that area. I
1: think I have that too.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so uh, we get there and there's, there's like, okay, yeah, actually, that's funny because I was going to actually just try to remember exactly what it was, but. Maybe I don't have that in here.
0: I wrote Yeah, it, I copied it down. I think he had texted it to me, but it's just really—I was telling you, like I, I wanted this scene, like this little beach scene, to be just kind of a neat, neat little place. But anyways, yeah, you can
1: over the frozen path from the eaves down docks, a crow's breath from the fallsmire Swamp Bridge, the underground river Baudrain surfaces and empties into the Ragnar Sea in a swirling and violent exchange of current, at a place called Dagger Point. Just past the small lagoons at Dagger Point is a swell of water, dark and seemingly still where experienced sailors refuse to go. Here three large ancient statues loom out of the Black Sea. <clears throat> Once the likenesses of wise and powerful kings of men, the three now represent only doom to vessels that pass too near. It is said that a thousand ships lay crushed at their feet. A pall often hangs about the place, and the ebbs that twist and spiral at the base of the stone three can draw the unassuming boat under. Locals can sometimes be heard to whisper rumors about something darker in the water. Something fell and tentacled. The maelstrom, the watcher, they call it. Avoid the three. It was always told by
0: my father. Yeah. So, <laughs> before you guys go down that... before you I will go down say the
1: that- the whole reason that this exists is because... I don't know where this came from. I wanted to turn uh, – I wanted to find some nativity wise men and yeah. turn them into statues. Nice. <laughs> so I, I specifically – when you asked me to do that, I'm like, well, my first thought was how do I build a boat? Yeah. I had no no idea how to build a <laughs> boat. I'm like, I don't, where do I even start? Because to this point, it had been all terrain pieces, all dungeon – pieces made out of styrofoam, just chunks of styrofoam yeah, modular too. painted black yeah. with, you know, <coughs> dry dry brushing. And I, and I thought, how do I build a, you know, how do I build a boat? I don't know. But then for some reason I was like, why are the boats all smashed up? I can't remember exactly, you know, between what you asked for and what I wrote, but... I was like, I always kind of wanted to do this anyway. So I went out. I thought, you yeah, know, we'll look around and we'll, we'll go to the thrifts and we'll see if we can find a... So we we went to the donut shop and then went to the thrift right there. Bam, there's a whole bag of of awesome nativity and like yeah. really good ones. Like I kind of felt bad about painting them because <laughs> they're very pretty. Yeah. <clears throat> sort of vintage, probably from the late 70s. And they were like uh, carved out of wood, I think, and just really, really nice.
0: Yeah. We'll put a picture of them up on our website that doesn't exist.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um... And, uh, yeah, so I, I made the three out of, so they just look like big stone statues. Uh, basically, my my inspiration were the uh, the kings of, right, the, the kings of the Numenor, right? Yeah. Was, uh, sort of like when you go to, I can't even remember, you're going down the Anduin, I think, and yeah. you see the big stone statues yeah. with their hands out. Like, that was my inspiration, so I kind of nice. wanted to do something like that, but... Thinking if they're in this lagoon, like, the the water would just swirl around the base of them. Because you don't really know what's at the base of them. could be, like, culverts or whatever. So, yeah. So, I took the three wise men, put them in this little, like, uh, lagoon that we had built. And, and yeah. Yeah. That that was our...
0: So, before you guys went down the river, though, I used that as a time. And then I made some
1: various ship parts because I couldn't figure out how to build a boat. (laughs)
0: Well, the boat looks great. Well, yeah, but that was later. Oh, okay. So, we... I, I use this opportunity as you guys kind of you're running around town a little bit but you're actually kind of digging into the story and finding a lot of the backstory. so you find out that that medallion those medallion pieces once they're assembled will control um, a hydra uh, that the the elder uh, of the town at, at some point which we had, still have not yeah they they used that to uh, to protect the harbor they actually used that beast to protect it because they could control it with this medallion from this platform but then you find out that Marak, it's, uh, just about five years ago had Uh, actually taken the medallion and controlled it and used the hydra to destroy the docks Mm -hmm. and he was going to keep it for himself but the the militia from the town came and fought him in an undead army and uh, Roddy had him down and tried to give him the death blow and it just his his just glanced yeah off. just glanced off like he could because not he didn't have the spear he, he didn't have this the spear that would kill so, him.
1: so we had to go find one eyed Willie yeah
0: yeah so and 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 he told you you know one eyed willie was kind of a brash gambler he loved to play cards and instead Enter of, Olga. yeah instead of trying to figure out some kind of um the, the, the underground river passage to to get to dagger point beach that now he's he's an experienced sailor I'm gonna sail straight in there and when you guys get to the beach, you find that, yeah, his ship is there ship is and made there it through, but was destroyed.
1: Yeah, he's uh, dashed upon the rocks. Yeah, yeah. So we, I can't remember if we, oh, this is the mimic. So first, what happens is we, there's a treasure chest on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, either Graydon or Olga get stuck in it. Yeah. Because it's not actually a treasure chest, it's a mimic. Yeah. So we dealt with that. Uh, then we figured out a way to get onto the ship. And we battled his uh, the the sort of undead crew that right. had been his crew. Right. Made our way down to. The, hey, but
0: you did that. What was that cool move you did? Oh my gosh! The did like like did I a took straight the pirate, pirate rope, move. Yeah. Which we haven't. Yeah.
1: Mentioned yet. Which I don't remember where it came from in the campaign. The rope somewhere. of climbing. The rope of the, the elvish rope yeah. of climbing magic rope. Um, basically, we were battling some dudes, and I did a piratey thing where I. I it didn't work as smoothly as I wanted because it didn't roll perfectly, but basically I threw the rope up over a beam, swung down down a staircase on it, yeah. um, and I don't remember, sliced some skeletons. I don't, I don't remember exactly, It but was awesome. It was pretty, it was like, awesome.
0: It, I think at this point in the game, like, uh, you know, Heidi, Heidi and Zach, have, being experienced players, you'd talk in character all the time, and all that stuff, and this is where you guys really, I think, it started... started Figured out. Yeah, it started doing, like, a lot of creative Get things.
1: Yeah. Well, this is also the first time, I think, that I used the rope as a... It's just a rope, Yeah. right? Right. And I'm a wizard, yeah. so I don't really – I don't really – I mean, I actually have killed some people by short sword and, yeah. and some really cool ways, but mostly I stand in the back and I, I throw firebolt
0: yeah,
1: or whatever. But I think I thought, why don't I use this rope and, like, tie these two guys up? That's what it was, yeah. is I tied these two skeleton crew up by their feet, mm-hmm. then used the other end of the rope to jump up to, and, like, threw it up over yeah. and, and then – swung out over the staircase, pulling the guys up by their feet. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was pretty excited about that. That <laughs> awesome. Because I don't think you saw that coming either. Yeah, um, no. Anyway, so we make our way down to the captain's quarters, and there he is in all his undead glory. And long story short, Olga somehow talks him into bargaining, or t- talks him into playing a game of cards, a round of some kind of cards, yeah. for um, the spear, or he, Somehow, but he, well,
0: he was gonna. He was going to. Um, yeah, he, he was going to give you the spear if if she could beat him in a game of cards. Yeah, and she did. Being the rogue, she was actually. Gonna... She
1: didn't. She just lied. Yeah, right? she kind she of cheated.
0: She che- she cheated to win. But yeah, he <laughs> but was she just won. he was so excited to play cards. He loved to gamble and just had. <clears> and then we we found just we we found,
1: uh, uh, just, uh, we, f- we found the uh, banner. So we pulled down. I don't remember what the old one was. We pulled down the old banner raised up his banner and suddenly he was free he could leave the ship so he disappeared i don't think we've seen him since yeah
0: he was was kind of like wandering the beach a little bit and his intent was to find he hid you you find out that he was there to find the hilt of the greatest sword he knew that it was buried in the tomb um i can't remember what the name of that tomb was i'll have to look it up here in the book but this tomb i'd written uh, tomb of the drowned he knew that right. the hilt was in the Tomb of the Drowned, and that's why he had gone to that beach in the first place. And uh, so he wanders off to the beach, and you guys decide to take a, a long rest there. Yeah. And while you were doing that, uh, you and Graydon have like this combined dream. Right. We wake dream. up,
1: and, or we think we wake up. Could be a dream, could be a, a memory. Yeah. Where we, um, I think where we pick up, pick, we either pick up right after our initial Encounter uh, in the Morak dungeon, or it's before that. I don't remember which.
0: Before, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so basically, I don't even remember what happens. But we're in it. We're. It's basically a, it's, it's a dungeon crawl. Yeah, it's a whole. So you, you guys wake up, or like you,
0: you you kind of realize where you're at. We wake up, we're on the ship, <clears throat>
1: but then we're not. Yeah, we're, we're in we're in a, a dungeon somewhere.
0: Yeah, so you're outside of this uh, giant <laughs> tree.
1: Outside. Of, that's right. Yeah. You're right.
0: And uh, And we're
1: talking to... What was that guy's name? the Fawn. What's his name? (laughs) I can't remember what it was. Something like that. Uh,
0: Yeah, it was... uh, Gosh, what was the name of that? Um, Let me flip back through here. I'm sorry.
1: Anyway, so he's talking to us about this opening before us.
0: Les, his name was Les the Sater. Les the Sater, that's and, right. And he says... That's not Newt the Fawn. Yeah, he's, a, he, he's holding this Different kind track. of, like, little, like, pan flute uh, from Zomphir, I guess. And uh, he says, I am going to play these notes, and the passageway should open. Uh, and he points over to an immense elderwood tree behind you, and he says, uh, although it, it's going to hear the notes... But I can handle it, so you have and to go. This,
1: then this giant tree steps into the opening, and I'm like, "We're being attacked by an ant. Let's get out of here." So we yeah. just jump down the hole. Yeah, and we leave don't even less, stick around. The just leave less alone. Yeah. to fight this tree. Do? But he
0: said he could handle it.
1: So now we're down in this dungeon.
0: Yeah. So you go down this dungeon, and um, you <laughs> you wander around, and there's there's one room you find like this, like look like some orcs had been playing a card game. There's yeah, some puzzles. Is, so this is
1: this is a, it's a side campaign kind of a throwaway. I mean, you know, like it's it's not a main
0: Yeah.
1: It's a side side encounter. But as much as I'm surprised how much um just how much sort of like effort and thought you put into each like the main campaign, like the side encounters are just as fun, even though it's just a dungeon crawl for a day. Yeah. Like and Orc or meat, right? That's right. Like, that's the, that's like something that's going to live in infamy forever. Yeah. So it's just a card game where there are only two options. Yeah. So you guys go to this one room
0: and there's some, there's cards laying there. And and I think you, you pick up a card and you're like, what is, I'll pick up and look at the card. And I said, well, there's a picture of some meat. Yeah. And then, uh, you said what? Well, okay, I pick up another card, and I say there's a picture of an orc. Yeah. And then I think Graydon says, "Oh, it's orc or meat." Yeah. There you go. Which is now that's what it now is. it's a game. So if and the, that's what orcs would play if yeah, they played a game. Yeah. So the whole game itself is you flip you before the card is flipped over. You have to guess. <laughs> it's a matching game. Is it orc basically. or going to be meat? Um, so
1: then there was some like some some like. Uh, cage. We found some keys.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of a puzzle. Kind of some, like, really, like... So we get to the end of this dungeon, basically. Zelda-ish puzzles, yeah. I would right. say.
1: Very Zelda-ish. We get to the end of this dungeon, and we find a bookshelf with a bunch of un- unmarked, empty books. We can't figure out why they're there. Uh, I don't remember why they're there. I, I do remember that we... Like you move a certain book and it opens a, a passage, right? Isn't that isn't that what happened?
0: It was, yeah. There was or you had to put a book somewhere. You had to put a book, exactly. yeah. Like, they're, they're like a bunch of these, and right, these one of them more was missing. You put, you put it into the slot, and it... so we ended
1: up in a. Wait, we smelled smoke, <laughs> yeah. and um, we opened a door, and did we see and the werewolf? You see, see
0: Radovid, Radovid. He's standing there, and he's he's standing below this giant. Uh, spoiler: gargoyle.
1: Alert, uh, Graydon's family was killed by.
0: Radovid. Radovid. Yeah. A werewolf. Yeah.
1: For the greatest sword.
0: Yeah. So, you guys walk into the room and Radovid says, I suppose you're here uh, because of your parents. They died protecting what they thought would prevent us from finding the greatest sword. But what did he have? Nothing but trinkets. What a fool. And then he, he jumps down uh, this little... Uh, crevice like disappears. in the room and the crevice closes and then his gargoyle that was standing above him attacks you guys
1: that's right so we battle the gargoyle yeah
0: and then you notice that the smoke was originating from this little door kind of to the like to morax and like without, or to uh, without to even Radovitz thinking left. about it i'm like kick it down so we kick, yeah because
1: normally i'm like the cautious i'm like we're yeah. gonna get but like smoke's coming out from yeah. out of the door so i'm like just kick it down so yeah Graydon kicks it down we go in we Put the fire out, it was on his table, and there are just little scraps of paper um, that tell us a little bit about nothing and a little bit about the greatest sword, I think.
0: Yeah, and you find a a gnomish lamp with a canary on the inside. And then you kind of wait. End end encounter, right? Yeah, then Then, you end that scene.
1: Then we basically join back up with the main group where we go into a cave behind a waterfall yeah, you go this back down to the next, waterfall. Like and, yeah, later. and
0: you and you know that the gnomish lamp, like the little bird, would start chirping the closer you got to this door, and you find this door that kind of reveals itself as you get closer with that gnomish lamp out. Like the bird kind of uh, helps the the area glow, and you find a little puzzle above it um, that Olga loves solving. These puzzles, probably you know, because of her gambling addiction. Uh, but uh, yeah, you guys solve the puzzle, and get into the Tomb of the Drowned. And once again, I had all these awesome encounters <laughs> set up. Right. Uh, if you'd open these tombs. Right. Or, or, I'm sorry, Which not, we not tombs. we just
1: bypassed. Yeah. Like, lots and lots of sort of sarcoph... Like, coffins, sarcophagi. Yeah. 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 It was basically a sort of moist, damp, super moldy catacombs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, you happen upon...
1: This one went by really fast. Like we got to yeah. the end and then there was the um
0: You first well you first like submerged. Yeah, you find the sarcophagus. submerged sarcophagus and, and it we says figure here.
1: out how to there's like a crank or something. We 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 figured out how to drain the water. Yeah. And we opened it up and then the suit of armor comes alive, basically. Feldum yeah. You
0: you find oh, oh, pipes. Okay. Yeah. So uh at some point we had well, I, I guess it wasn't until was it right before that? Had you guys talked about Feldom before, or I can't remember if we had created that before? But anyways, you you fight uh, uh, Feldom's armor, which is this animated armor, um,
1: in in a, the the
0: tomb of the drowned. Yeah, inside yeah. the tomb of the drowned, and it was pretty epic battle. Like a couple of you yeah, almost it died. It um a while, and, um, but you eventually defeat him, and you because it was sort of close quarters. You find this this hilt that has four sockets on it. And you don't really you assume it's the hill to the greatest sword, but you don't really know what to do with it. So you guys pocket that, and um, you also find that. Uh, Braden, I think has yeah, it. Feldham has these bubble pipes. That's um, what he was. Yeah, he's yeah. the
1: uh, sort of bubble pipe mogul.
0: Yeah, yeah, like lots of people, lots of people across the land. know Feldom for his bubble pipes. Um, so you take those, and then you wander around the catacombs some more, and you come upon. Uh, uh, Crispin the Merman, who who kind of sounds like this. Yeah, he's, he got, he's sort uh, of a drag queen. Yeah, he's got this raspy, and he's he's trapped
1: on this sort of little uh, land bridge on the other side of a lagoon in a cave, I think. Yeah, um, and he is trapped over there. He can't get out because there's a sh- shark. <laughs> there's a shark. So uh, I can't remember if like. Did we create another shark? Did we create a magical shark? Is that what happened? Yeah, or you guys
0: were able to. I can't remember what the spell was. Zoran
1: created a magical shark. Yeah,
0: that, that it followed.
1: And it went down, you know, yeah. out back into the water, so yeah. that so that the uh, the the shark that was in the little lagoon there would follow it. Yeah. And anyway, so that's how we got the sort of mouthpiece. Yeah, you, f- you find this. Us yeah, you find like a mouthpiece sort to a, of a, like um, to a horn. Really big backpack with like a weird, like, um, like uh, crossbow attachment. Yeah, thing. it has a
0: ballista uh, attached to it. So we
1: don't really, I don't know how we got from here, but we we made it upstairs. Yeah. From there.
0: Yeah, and I think this is a good time to talk about <laughs> these this, these fictional bands that have popped up several times. During this During this campaign uh, One is Murder Basement Murder attic, Murder
1: Basement Murder attic. Right. That's right
0: Which is Yeah it's Their a, logo is great Yeah It's a great band And then also The other band was Slave Rat Slave Rat Right yeah. With their big hit Yeah Which was uh, uh, Stand Hole Rat Fight Oh Rat Fight Rat Fight Of course Stud Hole I don't know what that is I don't know what that is I wrote that down But um, yeah and they, and they also had a band That used to open for them Called Mechanical Animal Zoo <laughs> I
1: don't remember that one Yeah uh, I think I, I like to know. I I, I think you said that. Is it Slave Rat has appeared in the other game that you guys are playing?
0: Well, yeah, well, it wasn't even not even one that I'm playing in, but yeah, <laughs> even there's, better. There's, Slave Rat and uh, Orca Meat have carried on to That's other. Great. It's great. Other which is perfect. Yeah, yeah, they, they can kind of tie want them that in. to happen. Yeah. you're building a legacy. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: um, but yeah, b- both of those bands had played in the uh, Ultimate Underdark Music Festival. Um, but anyways. The, and most important. At some
1: point, we also tried to go back to the Tower of Infinite Sorrow. Yeah, you guys where, did at some which point. Which is where yeah. the Great Graydon's Orb has come from. Right. Now, no one else sees Graydon's Orb? or
0: uh, no, no one else can communicate with it. Okay, they so see Graydon. it, but uh, it, it kind of follows him around everywhere he goes. But... I can understand it. Yeah. I can't talk to it. I right. can
1: understand it because I I speak his language. Yes. I speak Lupin. Yeah. But we... And, and so... In real world, at some point, I s- swapped my, uh, my Alexandretta um, Wood Elf Reaper Bones mini for a Hero Forge mini that they made. That, that So I went online and, and designed it and made it. And she's got um, sort of f- flowing skirt. She has a cropped top because, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's kind of a hottie. Yeah. Uh, she has her her uh staff in her right hand, a uh Skaven short sword yeah. on the back on her back, and she's holding her uh her spell book out. She has an Elsa braid mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um and she has a cat.
0: Yes. Who just start recently since, started following
1: her. Since the last time we went to the Tower of Infinite Sorrow. We were only there for a minute. We were trying to get in, we just gave up and left. Yeah. But we um yeah, since then this cat's sort of been around. Yeah. Uh in the main campaign wasn't there this past time because it was a it was a, you know, throwback as a prequel or whatever, yeah. but yeah, the uh, I the cat helps out sometimes. Yeah. Mostly just kind of does cat stuff, yeah. hangs out, bats at things, naps. <laughs> um she uh The cat's name is Basil Cheeseman.
0: Okay. <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's but all. It's breaking news. Breaking Basil, news. Cheeseman Basil Cheeseman <laughs> is yeah. the name of the cat. Uh, so you, you guys find this horn piece and right. you and you wander around the cat, come some more, and go back to this staircase that you had found before. And you climb up. They climb up to the top, and this horn piece fits into this old horn, and you blow, blow this it. horn, and you uh, this little this little. It's a giant sea turtle right. emerges from the sea. Because I think the whole time you guys were trying to figure out, like, well, how... And I was I was trying to think of this at the DM, too. Like, how are they going to... If One-Eyed Willie couldn't set, sail into this beach, it's going to be even how more difficult to out? sail out. And how are you going to do that? So what I came up with was this... The uh, uh, riding the turtle. So yeah, it, we did. it was yeah, so two-minute two tabletop had this awesome turtle... <laughs> And I, and it, right. was it was great. Really I was like, nice. oh you man, this is off. what we're going to use.
1: Had the whole rig and everything. Yeah. So, so uh, this turtle. So then we right? yeah, feather falled. We We I casted feather falled. Yeah. We All just floated down to the to the to all, the beach. Back of the to the beach where yeah. we were. Yeah. Down to the beach, and then we all hopped on the turtle, and we we uh, that was where we ended that encounter. We all just floated back out to the sea or whatever on the turtle. Right.
0: Um, yeah. Or did you fight? did you fight first and then
1: no i think we i think we just that was the end of that because oh, okay. we just finished that whole sort of dungeon like yeah the, that's the right tombs of the drowned. that's whatever. right so, yeah so that that was sort of the reward reward was getting to you know the treat at the end of the day was <laughs> yeah. was getting to ride off on the into the sunset on the on the sea turtle
0: yeah so the sea turtle has this big um uh what, what a ballista on it yeah a big and when you guys wake up on the turtle the next morning, oh. you fight this. Uh, an aboleth appears. That's right, and which is a tentacled beast. Yeah, and it's not
1: the tentacled beast. It, but it's
0: yeah, it's it's a very. It, it, yeah, it was not really fun because there's tentacles that would. I don't
1: know if you were rolling for uh, yeah kind of like a, a, a die timer or whatever, but yeah, every once in a while someone would get hit, and that was kind of a pain in the butt.
0: It get hit and almost get and sometimes get almost get knocked off the turtle if it, if uh, you know, failed a dexterity check. So we but, eventually. Yeah, you beat the, you beat the aboleth, and um, which that was that was from printable heroes. The aboleth was really cool looking. Mm-hmm. He was really cool looking. And um, so you you get it back up to the docks, and you see your old buddy Splinter That's right. and some of his uh, companions fighting.
1: They're, being, they're fighting, Mer- they fighting mermen or sahuagin. Yeah, I don't yeah. really. I, I, I'm
0: probably pronouncing that wrong. Sahuagin.
1: So that so we have this battle with those guys. Some ratmen go down. Yeah. Um. They get. <laughs> they, they the uh, the dead rat men get uh, what? Um... <laughs> what <is laughs> I'm it? going to search the body respectfully. Oh like... <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but res- oh no no that was in the. I know but yeah. that's what I'm still it's yeah. still it yeah. still applies. Yeah.
1: Anyway so yes um we have a battle there and I don't remember what happens after that like somehow we got from there we. Decided to go back to the tower. One of you finally remembered. Oh, wait. We, we came out of there in the first place. Like yeah. Like, when we first awoke.
0: Yeah. You're like, oh. In the cages. One of you finally, and I, I didn't know how long it would take for you guys to remember this, but you finally remembered. That oh. could be
1: the, the exit, Could be the, the way we came out, we could get back into the Tower of Infinite yeah. Sorrow.
0: Yeah. So, so that's what we did. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't
1: remember if we fought anything on the way in.
0: You went back through the old puzzles and mazes That's you had right. solved. And That's then right. you we found did. the hole in the, in the floor where you'd we fallen through. Up. We used
1: the elvish rope. Yeah. Went up. And you climbed up. both sides. Um, and the one side there was machinery. Anyway, yes. We, so then we encountered the um, bridge.
0: Yeah. you, you got Caver-
1: Cavernous room. Uh, thin rock bridge. Lava.
0: Yeah. You'd fa- you'd fought some of Marek's minions again. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually,
1: Malrak and his his two astral doppelgangers on the other side of the room.
0: Right. Yeah. So and then we that
1: was a, that was a pretty epic battle. I mean, I'd say that was you know the biggest we've seen so far. Yeah. As far as baddies. Yeah. So there were three of them, but we did it pretty. We did pretty well. I mean, we act like uh, Zoron
0: and well, yeah, Mar- You walk into Malrak's getting scolded by some. Oh, that's right. Like. Yes. Something, image. someone. Yeah, you can you can see the image, and he's getting scolded, Snoke. and then disappears. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe Snoke, um, but it, it it disappears, and uh, he turns and faces you, and you guys decide. Oh, this
1: is okay. So we went into the room with the machinery. Yeah, we battled the what were they? Were they hobgoblins? Oh, your
0: hobgoblins, yeah.
1: Because we uh, Mama Hob, because yeah. I have Mama Hob's iron key. Yeah. Uh, so we battled these, and I I think I casted hold. That was when I casted hold person for yeah. the first time. Yeah. And, it was awesome. Yeah. Because I, you know, the deal is I don't have to do anything. You have to, she has to roll a, uh, a saving throw. Yeah. Um, and I got her twice. Yeah. And we basically dispatched her because she was being held. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been a lot more difficult to And so I was think the DM. Was,
0: was frustrated because like, she was held. much more <laughs> yeah. difficult she to fight. A, she should have yeah. been, yeah. It was going to so be a he, really tough so fight. So
1: actually, even though that was a tough fight, it actually went. Better than yeah. expected because yeah. of that. So then after that, uh, we uh, Zoran um, disguised himself as Mama Hob. <laughs> that's, that's how we got back there. We actually found the medallion. Right, right? yeah. Because that's what they were – all right. the machinery was working on the medallion. Yeah. So after we battled the Hobgoblins, we got the medallion. Um, somebody has it. I think Zoran has it. But yeah. uh, the um, – or did we destroy it And the, and the medallion
0: you're, you're referring to is – is the um, That's
1: what controls the uh, thing that guards the...
0: Yeah, you, you, uh, I don't know what, what the, the best term for, what is for it, but the Hydra or the Kraken or whatever you want to call it, is this, it. It controls the sea beast. Um, and they were... and Yeah, it looked like Mama Hob, <laughs> which is the name of the Hobgoblin that we gave her for some she reason. She was the one in charge. She was... They were, they were getting ready to reforge this medallion because they had all the pieces. And that's when
1: we entered the room. Yeah,
0: and that's when you guys busted in. And...
1: and that's what he was in the next chamber being scolded for was not having it ready to go. Yeah. So we went into the next chamber, and, or Zoran did, disguised as Momhad, Yeah. Pretended to drop and break it. Yeah. Which, like, sent him into a rage. Yeah. At which point, I think, maybe the... Uh, Maybe Olga the Rogue Orc.
0: The rest of you just, I think, rushed in at that point, I was right? hidden. Yeah, I mostly right.
1: stayed in the back corner that's right. casting spells from afar. From, yeah. Um, because at some point he cast something, or one of them did, because basically there were three of him, and you couldn't tell which one was which. Yeah, they so... Two astral, the lights went out, and there, you couldn't tell which one was the real former JGD, the real, the real no, Morak. Yeah, so... Anyway, so we were battling them, and...
0: Uh, he killed... He killed did he, kill he, Zoran? Took, he took Zoran and Olga down to zero. Yeah, he, he and, knocked
1: them prone. I knew that. And, and Graydon
0: rushed up to heal that's them. That's
1: right. He healed them because he get he pulled their own um, health potions out of their pouches and gave them to him. Yeah. Meanwhile I'm just casting from the corner yeah. from the try, trying to hide. Luckily that I did yeah. that because I didn't get knocked prone. Yeah.
0: So you're fighting three of these three of these guys, and you can't really tell who's who. And each time um it, you guys all actually have uh, dark vision. So I'm trying to think of a way to uh, make it a- available to determine which was the real one, which one was in right. color and which one were, which ones were black and white because so in the dark, you hit one, they were all black and white. Right. That's all you could see is black and white. So there are three of these, you know, three of the same uh, boss, basically three of Mar and they were in the dark. They all looked black and white, but if, if lights had come on or, or the lo- room was lit in some way, one of them was in color and the other two were in black and white. Right. So that was the way for you guys to be able to tell which one was the real one. So I, you know, I had had him kind of use use uh, use his powers to dim or turn off the like the torches that were in the room. Right. So the torches were. So had we out. figured that out? Yeah, it you could have, have seen better, who. which but we one ended was which. up battling him and, and, yeah.
1: and defeating him before we figured out that. If we turn the lights up, we could tell which one. It
0: right, was. yeah, and uh, I think Zoran had cast. Uh, I can't remember which spell it was, but it it was a, a, a spell that used fire, and it lit up. It, it, right. They were close enough that you could and see which one, which one was the one. And you guys actually dealt quite a bit of damage as he, you know, knocked. He did knock out uh, Zoran and Olga, um, and in the last, you know, he cast another, uh, almost like a, a dark. Uh, a darkness caused by magics that you got, no one could see for a second and then reappeared. And there were, you know, they, the three of them had shifted what, right. you know, the real Marak was not visible again. And their the cloak colors are like the, you know, the, which one had changed. Um, you couldn't tell, but it just we, happened that just got lucky, Olga. Like- it was her turn. She stood up and threw a dagger and you guys had done so much damage on the one um, initially, which was great for you all. Uh, and she just randomly throws the dagger and picks one of them, and happened to pick and pick roll the, the right one. amount of damage to uh, take out Marax. Nice. So yeah, uh, it hits him; he falls, and then there's a bright flash of light, and, and then we everyone wakes up knocked in down. Episode one, yeah, and then that's where you wake up.
1: So yeah, full circle.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there. I'm you sure are. there's
1: a lot we forgot.
0: There's so much we forgot. There's lots of little fun things. I think one of the fun things that Gray. All of
1: that will come back. Yeah, like great worker or meat. Always yeah, comes around. Yeah, it'll come
0: around. But great, you know, Graydon, for instance, like he never really buys healing potions. He buys live chickens, live chickens, and carries those with him.
1: Or when we're in a when we're in an encounter and he needs a, a potion, yeah, we'll just pick up a live chicken and toss it his right.
0: way. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's not. I guess it's not. It's not really cheating so much because like you have a healing potion. Yeah, I give him a healing in potion. the game. We in the in a, the uh,
1: in the form of a live chicken. In the form
0: of a live chicken. Yeah. yeah. So, there, so it's all
1: it's <laughs> all on the, of... on the uh, up and up.
0: Yeah. So so far, I mean, what what if like we've come like it's it's, it's now april months. it's april and we've been playing since october what do you think like do you, i mean it's
1: i mean i could keep going you know
0: <laughs> like you you, know, you
1: that's the thing is you always hear about D&D campaigns that last decades right yeah. or, or whatever yeah i could see that yeah it's been so much and fun for me and the weird thing is you know what i just thought about and i hadn't thought about this before but like the longer you hold on to your character when that, because I think at some point your character has to die. Mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah. Like at some point there has to be some sort, and then you roll a new character, but like your group has to change or something has to happen. Yeah. But like that's going to be tough. It is. It is. Like I th- don't want to think about that ever, but yeah. like when that happens, it's going to be interesting and, and really kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's. I'm sure it'll be tough for you to find, out, you know, to, to figure out a way to, you know, to really like. Kill off a character. Yeah, that'll be cool and and weird.
0: Yeah, it will be. <laughs> It'll be like like someone actually dying. Maybe. Yeah, kind of. Maybe. I mean, I, th- I think just looking back, I mean, it's been it's the six months has flown by, but I think just every year seems like time passes by. More I wish quickly. we could play
1: more, but I yeah. think the amount that we play is kind of perfect. Yeah. Like,
0: I wish we could play every week, really. But I do too. I but know that everyone's busy. It would busy. be so much work. It, yeah. For you
1: especially, but I think, I think the amount that we play, which is f- for our main campaign, roughly twice a twice a month. Yeah, and we usually we usually get one more encounter. Yeah. in but I think it's just enough to like make you want to play more. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you had more, it might start to feel like work. Yeah, but this this amount of, is just enough to make you want to keep going. Yeah, like, like yeah, I'm ready to go again.
0: Yeah, and just and and personally, um, you know I as as we've grown older um you know i uh, heidi is you actually started to like baseball more yeah heidi, heidi's yeah. one of my business partners and we used to work together every day and i and, and i missed the friendship part you know because we don't work together as much right and so this has been a great way for me to hang out with uh, zach and heidi like like i did four years ago and the same goes for you and james like yeah. you and james have kind of you know, you've gone the family route. You guys have kids, and I—I I don't I have two dogs um, and a it's beautiful very, wife. Much the same thing. And uh, but I, uh, you know, I haven't been able to hang out with you guys as much either, um, as much, especially as much as we used to. Like Brandon and I, just play music together all the time and have known each other for forever. Um, but personally, for me, like this is this game has provided a way for us to hang out.
1: Well and? yeah, along that same line and this you know not to go into too much detail but <laughs> depression is a real thing and that is one thing that I s- struggle with um, m- sometimes daily but and especially the last couple of years have been really tough cuz I spend my days with an albeit awesome but a you know a toddler and for two years, I didn't talk to an adult. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like an exaggeration, but like pretty much that's what it, that's what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's quite, it has been quite isolating. So the last six months I've had an excuse, at least, you know, a couple, three nights a month to hang out with people and just be stupid and have fun and talk about nerdy stuff. And you know, a reason at the end of my night, instead of sitting in front of sports center, which is great, um, a reason to actually, like, get excited about building a boat.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Which I did end up building an awesome boat, which, yes. you know, I had trouble for a minute, and then I boat parts. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so that that has been, honestly, like, I would say my overall general outlook is 74% better than it was before. Yeah, that's which good. Is, which is really, like, uh, important. Yeah. Like, I can't really stress that enough. But, yeah, uh, yeah so, I mean, I definitely... So do you have any idea what's going to happen next? I, mean, I do. Yeah. I, I mean did, I, I know, I'm sure you have an encounter for yeah, next week, but Yeah. yeah. It's yeah.
0: really odd. Like what what came to me first was that I don't want to know if Like, oh well, God, what, what what you've is. got, like, it, it's really like the overall arching the I, I have a I know where we where we started and where we're going. Right. Um the endings, but the, all the in-between stuff is really fun to figure out. Us. Yeah. And really I just I have honestly I, I tried to write so much ahead in the first one, but Really, what I do now is is see where what you guys do and what what little th- fun things you come up with, and take that and and write that for the next campaign. It's
1: interesting because it really is sort of a low fantasy, like
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: quite grounded in quote unquote reality. I mean, it's it's it is muddy streets, and it's you know like our our uh, libraries and our our cheese houses are are covered in, <laughs> in green mold, and yeah, I mean it, it's. Yes, we have a, a Viking longboat, but it's pretty beat. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, dungeon crawls are fun. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that at some point we'll get tired of traps and we'll get tired of dungeons and we'll want something else like, I don't know, airships or yeah. dragons or whatever. But right now, like, I'm pretty happy, like, just sort of slaying menial baddies and, <laughs> and you know, during doing the sort of, like, uh, under-manager you know, like <laughs> assistant manager job.
0: Yeah, I, it's fun. I, it, it's as much—I uh, I don't want to say like therapeutic. Probably not the best word, but it's just—it's just really good, good clean fun. It's good clean fun.
1: We have a couple of horses now. We'll have to figure out. I mean, we don't have them in game yet, but right, maybe we will at some point. You play. might, yeah, you might. Um, um, but we didn't have them for Thaddeus Pole. He had some <laughs> invisible horses, right. but since I happened to find a tube. T-O-O-B with a couple of horses. Yeah. Tube.
0: (laughs) Tube. Yeah. There's a tube of horses. Tube
1: of horses. Tubin,
0: by the way. That was a great game by Tension. If no one's done Tubin, I don't think it exists anymore. Uh,
1: I I assume that's a, let's say, a whitewater rafting uh,
0: game. You were on an inner tube, and you would pick up... So it
1: really is T... Tubing, tubing, like, tubing. Yeah.
0: yeah, you would pick up uh, <laughs> litter on the river to battle your enemies. So like you would throw coke cans at monsters at the wow. side of. Uh, it uh, sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, actually. I think the furthest I got in the game was the river Styx. and that was awful. <laughs> that's the river of the dead. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, awful. I never awful. got past that level. But the dead a, river is a good idea. Yeah, though. it was the same company that produced Tetris, strangely, but uh, one of their less lesser known games, which my dad loved, was called Tubing. He actually got it for his birthday <laughs> one course. time. Yeah,
1: so Cute. I look forward to uh, you know. Whatever whitewater rafting adventures we get into next. Yeah and say? guys, I,
0: I hope uh, everyone listening to this, I, I hope this wasn't too boring, but we just kind of wanted to give you a, a general idea of the, the storyline so far. Yeah, like what's happened so far? And it was long, I know I know it was long to get through this, but uh, we just hope that uh, that gives you some background information about us and about uh, where this is where, where this campaign started and, and now you can kind of get a better understanding of as it moves along, where it's going. And why it's going there, but um, yeah. Anything else, Brandon?
1: I think that's it. I gotta gotta go play a show. So uh, yeah,
0: where you where you playing tonight? It's down in Red River Gorge. It
1: is. um,
0: Uh, It's called Arlington Annie's uh, Autumn.
1: The problem with this is they have appendage, a long ish name. Skybridge Station. Skybridge Station. I can always get really close to it. Like uh, Scissor Mount Hollow. No. (laughs) Skybridge Station. That's where it is. Skybridge Station. I'm headed there now.
0: uh, Which is also uh, the last airline I used. Skybridge Station. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like.
1: They drag you off the... That's the whole thing. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, That's all I got for this one. Okay.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, we'll pick up here uh, soon. And I hope you enjoyed enjoyed Thaddeus Poll. And I hope you enjoyed... Bander Hobb, and um, looking forward to the next adventure, which we'll have. Uh, we'll, we'll join uh, Zoran and uh, Olga again. The main you cast. guys will get we'll to get yeah. to meet those guys. So um,
1: until next time.
0: Yeah, keep adventuring.
1: Good job.